Wow. 2021. Happy New Year. I just woke up and I'm feeling amazing. All of the stress from December has lifted over my shoulders and even my cancer lump feels smaller. It feels like a great start to a great new year. I am kind of frustrated figuring out which show idea to present first. Again, I'm just a 62-year-old grandma that wants to share some research in hopes of collecting and uniting with others to solve some global problems. Um, I, I, I think problem solving is something we need to discuss. <laughs> but I thought I'd start off with bottled intentions and nut bar idea. This is the official nut bar idea by the official dragon's den, um, by the dragons. They had contacted me years ago. I have no idea how they found me out. Um, but I had, I, they had contacted me, asked me if I wanted to present this bottled intentions idea that uh, I had been using to save my life. And it's not, uh, when, when, the, when the dragons uh, phoned me, I did not want a business partner with them. Um, I don't like their mentality. I don't like their belief system. I don't like their morals. Um, greed is just not my thing. And I just see them all as extremely greedy people. Focused on 100% money. And I think that life is more than all about money. So I had been using this concept for years and when uh, the Dragon's Den had called me, I thought, hey, this is a great time, a great opportunity for massive publicity. So I'll go on the show and um, try and gain as much free publicity as possible. So what better way to get as much publicity as possible than to be judged the nutbar. After all, I don't want a business uh, arrangement. I want free publicity. So the best way is to go in there with the, you know, the intentions of, of coming out being called the nutbar. The nutbar seems to be getting all of the attention, especially if you're the nutbar of the season. So I had to go on this show try and picture this. Okay. I had just lost my mind to begin with and was just placed on a long-term disability. So, and you know, I'm trying to calm down from a, a lot of, uh, anger, but I'm using bottled intentions to help me through this. I am at least through using this concept, I'm at least recognizing, Hey, you're angry. Hey, you need to calm down. <laughs> hey, you need to present well on, on, a national television show. Um, so I went on the show. Kevin O'Leary loves to use the term nut bar. So I was presenting. I got to present in a well where the audience um, doesn't think that the idea is crazy. So I've, I've, I've got to present the idea and kind of, you know, explain what the idea uh, sounds like. 
not make it look like a horrible idea while trying to discourage these dragons from wanting to invest. So I think I asked for, I don't know, crazy amount, 15 million or something like that. I don't know what it was. And uh, something like a 1% ownership. <laughs> and it, I presented it as a nonprofit. It wouldn't make you any profits. <laughs> so um, Kevin O'Leary wasn't calling me a nut bar at all. And so in order to get that title, I had to ask him, are you calling me a nut bar? Are you suggesting that's a nut bar idea? And that's where it took off. That's where he says, yes, I am. And then it went off to, I am a nut bar idea. And the show was so successful for me anyways, um, that I, I have never watched the show for some reason. I can never watch my own work. Um, but I've been stopped on the street many, many, many times. And I've been told that it was used as the commercial for the show. I was told because it's the not part of the show, they use it and replay it for years. I have no idea how many years they've been replaying it. Um, but I've been stopped and, and people have told me. So I'm getting my news from what, what uh, people on the streets have stopped and told me. So apparently, uh, Bottled Intentions has been... Uh, judged to be a nut bar idea, was used on commercials to advertise the show, was replayed over and over again, and got the title from McLean's Magazine as the top five um, worst nut bar ideas presented on the Dragon's Den. And I was the number one out of the top five. So um, it is officially a nut bar idea. Um, I've explained this to people for years and nobody has given it a try. So I have no idea what, what that's about. Um, don't really care. You have to do what you have to do and I have to do what I have to do. And this is just a concept idea. It is something that I use that has, I think, saved my life. I still use it to this day. I don't know how I could live life without this concept. So basically, and there is some science that proves um, if you put Dr. Emoto, go check out Dr. Emoto and, and uh, how the molecular structure of water changes depending on the container that it's sitting in. So if you have a container and put the label hate and put water in there and you have a container and put the label love in there, the molecular structure of both the water will be completely different. Um, it's the same theory as happy tears are a different chemistry than um, sad tears. Sad and happy tears have two totally different chemical makeups. So that's where the theory comes from. It doesn't mean that the water in the bottles are magic water and you drink them and it's going to, you know, magically put that structure in your body. That's not how it works. 
because you could put water in a container with positive writing all over it. Um, but as soon as you drink that water, that water is now in a different container. It's in the contain your body container. And the labels, the words you say about your body, about who you are, what you replay in your mind changes the molecular structure in the water that's held in your body. So it's not... The water, I put these uh, intentions on six different bottles. Now, um, I don't do it and put it in a bottle thinking that, okay, I've got, I'm drinking magic water now. No, I do it because it also works as um, uh, something that grabs my attention. It um, guides me. It interrupts my thought processes when, when there's a physical um, something outside of my universe. So because I have these water bottles, this is how it started, is I never, ever drank. And I was getting very sick. And no doctor could ever figure out what the problem was. Um, but it turns out I don't drink. I don't drink water. I don't drink milk. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink beer. I don't, you know, I'm just not a drinker. I do not drink anything. Now, if you don't put liquids in your body, trust me, that's going to cause a little bit of a problem. And water is something that I just never, ever drink. I don't like the taste of it. Um, for some reason, though, water tastes better in a bottle, a plastic bottle. It could be a glass bottle. I don't know. Um, I haven't had a glass water bottle, but, um, these, uh, any, any water bottle for some reason tastes better for me and I can use tap water. I can just put plain old tap water in, in the uh, plastic bottles that I'm using and it tastes better for some reason. It's almost like God is God. Me. <laughs> so, um, like why would I be forced to drink just by taste? Why is water only taste good if it's in a bottle? It just, you know, that's kind of weird right there. So, um, I have to drink out of uh, a bottle so I can monitor how much I'm drinking. So I would fill up so many uh, bottles of water and my goal, my health goal was to drink that much water per day. So now I'm monitoring my water intake. Now, with all of these miracles um, that I experienced in my life, which I'll make another show about, but they are pretty wild. Um, I, and, and I've had a lifetime of abuse. So I've had two different life experiences, uh, miracles and abuse. So I was lived my life trying to figure out, well, what's the difference between the two? What was happening in my life that attracted both? What was similar uh, where's the patterns that are playing out? And it turns out that these six intentions, um, if I'm lacking them, abuse occurs. A problem shows up. While I'm filled with these intentions, a miracle shows up. So I put these intentions on my water bottle to help interrupt my thoughts. It's like you, you're, you're, 
playing a thought over and over like a hamster wheel in your mind, you know, and it'll play and play and it'll go for one hour or five hours, 10 hours, a year, 20 years. The next thing you know, your life is over because you've been playing the same thought over and over again. Uh, when we are dealing with problems, we're replaying something about that problem over and over in your mind. And what you need to do if you want to solve problems is you need to change that hamster wheel in your mind and you need to think differently. So this is where bottled intentions comes in is it interrupts your thought process and makes you question, hey, do you really want to be there or do you want to think of something else? Um, so every time I have these water bottles in my house, at least even if I'm not consciously making an effort to feel what these intentions feel like, um, it's at least interrupting my thought processes that uh, during the day, if I'm really, really angry and I see a water bottle, it, it makes me realize, hey, do you want to be angry or do you, you know, want to pull yourself out of it? And the question, the, the, the answer always is, well, I want to pull myself out. And then it's like, oh yeah, you know, I don't want to feel this way. And it, it's a reminder of changing my thought to, I don't want to feel a lack of these intentions. I want to feel an abundance of these intentions. Uh, my mind also is, you know, I'm constantly thinking, thinking, thinking. Um, and I need to shut that off as a programmer. Um, we get stuck on problems that we don't even know 24 hours have gone by, you know, and, and I found the fastest way of solving a programming a problem. If I can't get it's to walk away. <laughs> as soon as you walk away from a problem, all of a sudden the answer just pops in your mind magically. It's really, really crazy. But as a programmer, programmers know that, that when they're working on a problem, it's so easy to be stuck on a problem and it can go into weeks and you don't even know the day has passed to get some sleep. <laughs> so you do, it is a nice little golden rule to learn that uh, when you're working on a problem for, you know, hours and hours and you can't, find the answer best thing to do is walk away and the walking away process well I'll make another video I'm trying to keep these videos to 30 minutes <laughs> so I'm going to stay on topic with this one but trust there's more videos on problem solving to come this one is strictly bottled intentions so here are the intentions I wanted to dive into them um, because um, I think you'll you'll understand and 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 the idea with the um, water bottles is that while you're drinking them, you're supposed to feel what the intention feels like. Um, it's not about thinking positively. It's about feeling when you feel you're a chemical being, you, your body, um, makes a chemical for you to feel with. So, every time you're feeling something, your body's actually making a chemical, um, a concoction, a recipe for you to feel those feelings. So, you know, when you, you've heard Big Pharma say you've got a chemical imbalance, well, your chemicals are, they're not in, okay, happy people, let's just say that's where the, the balance is. The, the healthy balance is when you're feeling good. When you're not feeling good, then your system is out of balance or making different chemicals. 
if you want to make healthy chemicals that feel good, the brain can make those chemicals. So if you're depressed, you're not making happy chemicals. You need to make happy chemicals, um, which is where Big Pharma uh, gives you happy pills. <laughs> this is a way of doing it naturally. You actually have to force your brain to feel something. It's not about thinking positive. It's about going back into a memory in time and figuring out what did it feel like back then. Try and remember what those old feelings felt like and try and meditate on those feelings. Feel that feeling for even just a minute. So that is like, uh, you know, when you're not happy, you, you know, when you're trying to make your brain feel happy or come up with that happy, you've got to go back to a time that you did feel happy and try and remember what those happiness feelings felt like. Do something, listen to a joke, do something to feel what it feels like to feel happy when you are the least able to feel happy. <laughs> Because what's going on in the time is your brain is making the chemicals to make you feel some not happy. And what you got to do is, is train your brain to make happy chemicals. So you do have to think about it. You do have to, you know, it is a process, um, but it is 100% possible. Um, you first have to want to. If you don't want to do this, this will not work. If you want to feel happy, your brain will do what you want it to do. Your brain is doing everything you want it to do. That's one of the first things in problem solving you got to realize. If you want something else, you have to actually want something else. Um, lots of, lots of times we love the problem. The problem is, um, getting us something. It's, it's getting us a benefit of something. So you really, truly have to want to feel differently and the body will respond every time, every time. So here are the intentions, um, abundance and prosperity. And this is not about money. It's about the feeling of attracting what you need when you need it. So you have to go back in time um, and figure out what did it feel like to attract um, what you got. Um, you're doing it now. If you are attracting negative experiences, what are you feeling? Are you feeling negative inside? So you have to think um, positively. You have to feel positively. You have to feel what it feels like to attract abundance and prosperity. How did luck just happen? How did it, what were you feeling just before? Um, lots of times there is no um, actual awareness of when, you know, what you felt like just before something happened. Um, but this is where, where the trick comes in. You have to really do some, some thinking about where in the past did I feel this? Uh, if you, if you get an anchor, that kind of helps. 
so now you just have to go back to that anchor, that memory in time and feel what it felt like and then live in those memories of what it felt like when it was happening. Um, the next one is accepting and allowing. Now this is, this is sort of a, a, a tricky um, intention that you're not accepting and allowing problems to exist that like that makes me angry just thinking about it because that's what we've been all doing for centuries is just accepting and allowing problems exist you know just walk on by and try and live through it no this this accepting and allowing is something completely different this meaning anyways it's about you recognize the problem existing but you're going to focus 100% on the solutions um, when you're focused on the problem, um, then you are not focused on the solution. So in order to get your mind off the problem, you have to accept and allow that the problem exists. Don't fight the problem. Don't do anything with the problem. Just know that a problem does exist and that's it. You don't have to prove a problem exists. You don't have to do anything. You just have to accept and allow, hey, yeah, there is a problem. But I'm focused on the solution. And once you can accept and allow, yep, there is a problem. Now you can turn that off and turn to an, another direction and live in the solutions of it. Um, this is a really, really important one because it's, uh, you can get so stuck in the problem and you're thinking and your hamster wheels are playing over and over again and you're trying to, you know, tell a friend you know all about the problem existing and it, it's like you don't have to do that you just have to jump into the solutions so that's what it, Bruce Lee says it's best you go you're stronger when you go with the energy than to fight it um, so when you're accepting the problem existing it's like you're walking along with the problem but you're guiding the problem into a different direction because you're building that new direction for yourself the next one is confidence and certainty when you're dealing with a challenge the first thing to go is your confidence and your certainty um when you find you're wrong about something, that's the first to go. Um, when you lose everything, when you become homeless, um, you lose your confidence and certainty. And trust, you won't trust yourself ever again. And this is where a lot of mental illness comes in, is how do you trust yourself again? Um, so this is a big one. You cannot accomplish anything unless you feel confident and certain about something. Um, and where can you feel confident? This is a good one. Is Are you confident and certain that there's air to breathe every time you need to take a breath? I mean, you don't even think about it. That's how confident you are. So that's what you've got to be in 2021. Let's get as confident and certain about solving some problems. Now, alignment and harmony is another one. You've got, like, to solve problems, we're connected with each other. You are perfectly aligned with everybody to make hell on earth happen. But we are also perfectly in alignment with the right people at the right time to make heaven on earth happen. 
you've got to focus on, you know, feeling the alignments with all of the right people to make heaven on earth happen, to make your, your solution um, appear. It is magic, but you have to really believe you're connected with the right people at the right time. You have to anticipate it. You have to know that it's there. This is a tough one for me because I've felt isolated. I felt like nobody gets me. Um, this is a huge, huge one. And it's, it's saved my life. Um, you've got to feel like there are, there is help out there. You've got to feel like you're connected with other people to be able to see it. If you go around telling, you know, thinking that you're connected with everybody in the world that's just causing hell on earth, then that's all you're going to see. You're not going to see anything different. But if you start to see you are in alignment with the right people to help you unfold your solutions, now you can see it because you're looking for it. The other one is happiness, love and happiness. This is a tough one when you're really stressed and, you know, depressed. It is the hardest is to feel love and happiness. So you've got to go back into a time and place. Maybe, you know, look at do you love somebody else? It's hard to love yourself, but it's easier to love others. This helped me because um, I really love, love, love my children. And when I look at that level of love for my children, I can't say that I have that level of love for myself. Um, so that's where I've got to turn that feeling of love that I have for my children. I have to feel that love for myself. And I've got to feel happy when there's nothing to be happy about. Uh, trust me, this turns on uh, a new way of looking at life. And this is what you got to do when you're in the middle of a problem. <laughs> is you got to change the way you're looking at things. The next one is gratitude and humanity. Um, being grateful is, I don't know, it's uh, every solution requires a problem to exist first before you can experience that solution. Um, so you got to be grateful for the problem because when a problem shows up, it's teaching you something. Um, and it's, 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 it's the driving force that unfolds all solutions. So when you're living in gratitude, you're able to see opportunities a lot better. Um, and when you're seeing that you're connected with humanity in our, your gratitude, you can see opportunities so much better. Oh, it's 26 minutes to explain this theory. I wanted to do it in 30 minutes. So I hope this um, concept is a new idea for you. It works for me. Give it a try. Put it on your bottles. It's free. Um, interrupt your thought processes and make some happy new chemicals in 2020. This will help you. This is the first uh, ones that I wanted to introduce because if your mind is in a positive state, then your mind can receive information a lot better. So I wanted to start off with this because if you 
really start working and meditating on these um, intentions, then all of the other really deep, complicated quantum physics system um, topics that I want to talk about, you'll be able to receive that information a lot easier when your mind is in uh, an eased state. So I'm hoping all my listeners will um, try and, and start using this concept so all of the um, future shows are a lot easier to comprehend. You know when you have to listen to, you know, a docu-series, an educational document or video? Um, one, uh, what the Bleep Do You Know is a really good one. Um, so, sometimes you have to watch, like, What the Bleep Do You Know? I can watch that thing like 10, 20 times. I'm sure I have. Because every time you watch it, you get something new out of it. Um, So that's what this bottled intentions kind of works like, is once you start using it, you'll start to receive information a little differently, um, and you'll be able to work out problems. So that's why I started this one out first. I wanted to also connect all that marketing with my podcast so I can tap into all of that massive free marketing that I worked on years ago because I could see this day coming. When you understand how systems work and you see that our systems are designed over time to um, result hell on earth, like, you know, all of these uh, pandemics and shutdowns and collapsed economy, all of that's perfectly designed in all of our man-made systems. So, it's easy to predict. You can see why Bibles are predicting Armageddon. Um, because these Bibles knew of these systems. The Bibles are telling, you know, to support our justice system. And adjust, while the justice system is 100% giving power to corruption. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's easy to predict when you can see what the system is designed to create. So... Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed this show.